The Ringer's Charles Holmes and co-host Grace Spellman present the most notorious new podcast in the industry, The Ringer Music Show. Every Tuesday, they'll bring you the latest news, the hottest takes, and the deepest reporting about the wild world of music and the chaotic industry that creates it. Check out The Ringer Music Show exclusively on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Lemon. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. How are you? I am great. So much happened this week. So um, much happened. Yeah, I'm excited to get into it. But lots for- to talk about. And so much. So much new reality television coming this week. Like, could not be happier. What a what week. Are you, what are you most excited about? I am most excited about Big Brother that comes on really? tonight. Wow. Yes. Are you a big, big brother head? Literally have only watched one season, but it was last season. <laughs> and I loved it so much that I am so excited. I've been in big brother TikTok trying to learn about who oh the new gosh. people are that are coming. <laughs> You're so committed. I also, I like that because, you know, the real world used to be like how you scout for the challenge. Big brother is also how you scout for the challenge, you know? Yeah. And Love Island, which also comes on tonight. Nice. The UK one, right? No, US one launches tonight. UK one comes on on Hulu on the 11th or 12th. I can't remember. So what's your strategy for Love Island? Do you watch every night or do you store them up to watch like five in a row? I watch every night, but... (laughs) Big Brother plus Love Island is an insane (laughs) commitment. That is two hours you have to carve out every night. Every night, yes. But Seth is uh, playing in a golf tournament and he is also fully committed to Love Island. So we're storing them up for when he gets back. Okay. All right. Good to know. <laughs> Cause that's like my main problem with both big brother and love Island is the time commitment. It's just like, if I want to have a life, 
what do I do? Like, how do you do it? I know that you have a life. Big Brother's only three days a week, though, right? Oh, I thought it was five still. No, I didn't even know it ever was five. But yeah, I think it's, well, last season. I've only watched one season, so maybe I'm in for a surprise. But last season, it was like Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, but nevertheless, you still have got Love Island five days a week. Yes. And um, do I I have a life? Well, a lot of times opened up in your schedule with no, with no basketball or with only the finals. So exactly. Okay. Um, so you've got that. That's good. Yeah. Seth and I are homebodies. So like after work, I'm pretty much just home with my kids till she goes to sleep. Okay. I, I hear you. And then on Sunday we got Potomac, which is awesome. We're going to more, more to come. We're going to be, uh, covering Potomac and more reality TV coming in general from the ringer. So stay tuned. Um, and of course there's, Paradise coming later this summer, F Boy Island. There's just so much. It's crazy. I didn't watch Too Hot to Handle it, did you? I did. I think the reunion came out on YouTube yesterday. They which... do that. I don't know why. I th- actually, I think it's probably because you, with Netflix, it takes like a long time to get something on the service. It's really stupid. Oh, that makes sense. Because I was like, I didn't watch it because I was like, I'm not watching this on YouTube. <laughs> but I, I watched, like watching like, this on YouTube. <laughs> I watched but... a lot of the highlights on um, TikTok. Nice. Okay, great. Let's get into The Bachelorette. Um, Good episode. Where should we start? Should we start with Blake, your dude? He's finally, he's really here. Yes, we can talk about Blake. I think he handled his entrance like as well as one could for coming in late. Yes, agreed. Um, He like definitely tried to appease the guys as much as he could. Um, Whereas sometimes people are like, I just really don't care, which he said, but in his interview. So like smart to talk behind their back and not in in front of them. (laughs) Um, Smart strategy for Blake. (laughs) Yeah. Thought he looked great. He did look good. He looks a little bit like a cartoon character to me. I can't really put my finger on it, but there's something about him where I'm like, you just sort of look like you belong on like Shrek or something like that. No, I think he gives like Tasmanian devil vibes. Yes, I totally agree. Good call. Yeah, I just, I guess I like Tasmanian Devil. I don't know. I thought he was great and they clearly have chemistry. Yes, absolutely. I saw some sexual chemistry from for the first time from Katie with him when they were kissing. So they were rolling around in the hay. Um, <laughs> I think that seems awful. I have never made out in hay, but that just seems like hot and uncomfortable. And then you have like, hay all over you like that's just like i understand it's like a cliche but like pass on that i no thank you no thanks um i especially with uh curly textured hair have no interest in ever rolling around in hay that sounds like a nightmare for me on top of the fact that like hay is itchy i don't even like sitting on hay yeah, I completely agree. I thought that was super weird. But they they did see, seem to have a, a real connection. I um, One thing that's funny is, you know, Blake was talking about his animal activism. He's an or act, advocate for animals, which is nice. I, I just, you don't might not know this about me. I'm not really into animals. I'm not like against <laughs> them, but like, I just, I don't really care. Like, I'm like, cool, like an, wildlife, wonderful, but it's not really like a big point of focus for me. PETA loves you. Yes, PETA loves me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> apparently on um nick's podcast katie like could not name many countries in africa and I, and blake was like i'm an anim- i go to africa like for my a- animal advocacy and i was just like okay maybe you two are good for each other if, if this is like how you're talking about it because i did think that was weird like if you're passionate about animals like let's say you're passionate about like i don't know 
hyenas, which is I <laughs> like just like one of the first animals I've thought of. I feel like you'd be like, I go to X country to protect the hyenas. It's not like I go to like the continent of Africa. I was just like, okay, people, this is we could do better. Um also, do we not think it's weird she couldn't name countries in Africa? Yeah, of course. Super weird. I mean, like, it's extremely embarrassing. I mean, like, there's just no way you can't name five. Of course. I mean, yeah, of course. It's ridiculous. Even, like, even name, like, the countries that, like, aren't, like, name Egypt. That's true. <laughs> That's an easy one. <laughs> South Africa? That's a gimme. Yeah, like, what? I feel like there's just so many... Go through like movie titles. You can come up with some like Rwanda. There's some, <laughs> there's some you can come up with. Not hard. I just was like, okay, you two seem good for each other based on what I'm seeing here. So also great for her not to when half of her cast is black. I, <laughs> I, I just, I thought that Katie was really brave this week, but I, I think I've got some questions about whether or not I like Katie. So I'll just leave, leave it at that. Yeah. Agreed. Um, back to Blake. Um, we've talked about like, I don't, uh, uh, you know what we should do? We should have a counter of how many times we hear sex positive. That's a great week. idea. I used to um, count up Chris Harrison's minutes. Like I would count like all the seconds he's on the show. And so for like, it'd be like two minutes and 13 seconds or whatever. We should start doing it for sex positive. It's a great call. How many times you hear sex positive an episode? I feel like it like kind of like maybe it's, it's it tapering was, like, off a little bit. Tapering off, but we could also extend that to like, if they talk about sex because it's all of the same. The yeah, reason why totally. it's coming up is the same. Um, but Blake talking about it, I was just like, this is a better definition of like what sex positivity is. Like he actually understands the meaning of it. It did not bother me for the first time in the entire season to hear someone talk about it and say it. He he may have been acting, but the way that he asked her about like, you know, how she kind of like came to be this way seemed like really genuine. He mm-hmm. he seems like he genuinely wants to get to know her and is like very engaged in their conversation. I mean, maybe that's what you get when you've already been on the show, like because yeah. I either you know how to do it or because you're like actually interested and you're not just there for the cameras. But I, I did feel like Blake, unlike all the other guys, is like legitimately interested in her more like more so than anyone else. I would say that doing this show or reality television shows in general, like he's clearly more comfortable in front of cameras. Like you don't get like the awkwardness or the weird, like quietness or whatever it is with him. Like he's clearly comfortable. So maybe Mm -hmm. he can be more of himself. He also just comes across like looking at him. Don't think this, but hearing him talk, he comes across smarter than average. Yeah. I, I agree. I think he like, He's surprising. I feel like I'm, I'm getting more Blake. He won me over this week. I'm going to be honest. I'm not a huge fan, but I'm not really like, get, get out of town. <laughs> I know. You are a leader in this space. <laughs> but I was like, oh, he actually seems sweet. He also seems easy to be around, which I think is like, if I were the bachelorette, the most important thing to me would be ease of conversation because it seems like most of them are probably so awkward and hard that when you find someone that you actually enjoy talking to and it's like not so bad, it has to be like like such a relief. For sure. I even noticed that like, uh, cause him and Andrew asked how to spend some time together when yes, all the other guys, cute. like even that they seemed like they were getting along and I was like, people just like, like he's hard not to like. Yeah. I, I thought also like, um, 
he handled the horse riding well. It seemed like it went along with his persona. I don't know. I wouldn't want to do the horse, the horseback riding date. I was just like, no thanks, smelly. You just hate animals. I just, <laughs> I just don't want interested in animals. I'm just like, I like them. I, I, you know, I think we should coexist on this earth together. But yeah, I'm not like an animal lover by any means. So. Um, I'm a huge animal lover. I love horses. I would definitely like most of the date minus the hay. Um, and probably minus the hot tub. I just feel like hot tubs are like a 10 minute thing. Like I get, I get hot, hot and sweaty real quick and it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, minus those two things. I like the date. You know how they have like gratuitous shower scenes of like the of the men naked, the bachelor naked. Usually I yeah. feel like they need to do more like hot tub and then like cooling off in the shower or something like rinsing <laughs> off and like an outdoor shower. Um, with the bachelorette specifically. Like with them together because they're hot uh, okay, okay. in the hot tub. And then cooling off afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Also, like I would like to know because shooting, as we know, just takes way longer. Forever. Than yeah. So I'm like, how long are they in this hot tub for? Especially the ones that are like when they have just like the random hot tubs like in a field, and you're just like, How long are you in that for? Is it hot? Is it cold? Are you enjoying it? You have so many cameras and people around you in the middle of the space. It's super weird. I'd have to assume it's like mildly warm water. Yeah, I think it's like tepid. I, I I looked into like the ones you can like that like look like woodsy or whatever. They're yeah. a lot of work. I don't know. Hot tubs. Just, I don't know. Go to a pool. No. Just go to I feel like they should do more high end indoor pools. That's luxury. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not into indoor pools that other people can swim in other than my family. Well, they have like those really fancy ones like in New York, right? Like if you are like, if you have an indoor pool in New York in your home, it's like the fanciest shit of all time. Like as yeah. seen on this television show, Billions. Okay, I'm into that if it's in your own home. I'm really weird about public pools. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I think it just has to be like a lot of chlorine for you to believe that it actually is going to be good. There's no amount of chlorine that would make me feel safe in a public pool. I, um... I think I was scarred. I went to a pool in Chicago, my dad's old neighborhood back in the day. Maybe it's my mom's old neighborhood, whatever. Anyways, there was like a huge clump of hair in it. Ugh. What Can't about water back. parks? Where do you stand on that? Um, I was good. I, I Also, my whole family's kind of germophobia. I come to realize uh, I'm okay-ish with water parks. I haven't gone in a very long time, but I remember once we went and I took my dad with me and we were standing in line for a ride and water was dripping down. And he was like, where's that water coming from? And I was like up there. And he was like, so you're telling me that the water that dripped down someone's body off their foot through the crack of the wood is now <laughs> falling on my face. When you put it that way, it's disgusting. And I was just like, Oh, and I feel like since then I'm like, I'm probably okay with never going to a water park again. <laughs> I do feel like a good bachelor date would be like having a water park to yourself, like a lazy river ride. That'd be a good bachelor date. By yourself after an intensive cleaning. cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day in Orlando, they used to have like nights at Wet and Wild. Oh, that sounds fun. Lots yeah, of condoms great. in the water, I'm sure. Oh my God. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Went from fun to disgusting very fast. <laughs> you were like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Sign me up for Wet and I just Wild. Like, <laughs> I just like water parks, I guess. But you've talked me out of it. Now it sounds disgusting. <laughs> I do think it'd be a good bachelor date though. I feel like they should have done that. Like there's so much like, you know, empty stuff that wasn't being used in March. I just, I wish they had asked me about the dates. I would have had a lot of notes, but no one asked. So whatever. I think we could, I think in general, the 
Bachelor franchise needs to do like a little revamp of the mm. people who brainstorm the dates. Yes, I, I absolutely agree. Let's get a little more creative, have a little bit more fun. I don't For know. Sure. Um, how did you feel like the other men took Blake's um, arrival? Because like, you know, in previous years when Nick arrived, didn't go well. Um, I mean, I guess like the cameras like have to get their reactions. But like, you know, the people being like, I'm not Aaron, for example, like, I'm not happy about it. It's like, okay, I, who cares? I'm into like, Aaron. I've, I've been told many women are. No. Are you? <laughs> just think he's hot. I just think he's hot. I just think he's okay. hot. Yeah. Well, okay. I was on team Aaron. He was in my top three, like the first two weeks, mm-hmm. but now it's like every week there's just something new. And I'm like, I, him and Trey, I'm like, don't know much about you other than you're going to complain about a guy every week. Yeah, basically. I, I, Trey, Trey still being around is a real bummer. I just do not care for him. I don't care one way or the one way or another, but I'm like, you guys don't have chemistry. You're just like a tattletale. Yeah, yeah it's true. But she doesn't have chemistry with a lot of these guys. And I feel like yeah, that's like, yeah. I just think that like, maybe it's hard for her to like connect with some of them, or maybe it's just not her type. I think that's why the ones that she does like, it really stands out. Like with Blake, it seems like she's into Greg. Seems like she's into and Andrew S. And she had had good chemistry. Can we talk about Andrew S.? Yeah, I was I was excited that they showed his his conversation with her about um what like what she thought about dating a black man because I feel like with Matt's season we did not get any of that authentic conversation. I don't even know if this is authentic, but I was like, thank God they're actually addressing it on camera instead of like in some weird sit down with Chris Harrison and it's like actually between the couple who be living that life. Yeah, I don't think we got any of those conversations with Matt's season. I don't know if they happened or didn't happen because it seemed like the producers just were focused on the girl drama. drama was happening. Yeah. yeah, so like who knows? We knew we know nothing about Matt's season. Like at the end of it, I did not know even who he liked, who he didn't like. But I know. Um, yeah, I think it was good to have a conversation on camera. I think it made their date seem more real and like real life. Like it seemed like Andrew was like, this is all great and all, but like, will this actually work? Yeah. Yeah. And also like, have you thought about this? Which I thought was a great point. Like, you know, it sort of highlighted how she can take a lot of stuff for granted that he does not. Yeah. Uh, I also, I don't know if I'm like, I don't dislike Katie. I just don't think I like love her. Yeah. But I appreciated her answer for the most part with being like, I will never understand like all that you go through on a daily basis. And I think that like, for me, that's even like step one of recognizing, like, I don't like when people are like, I totally get it. It's like, no, you'll never get it. Like, I will never get what it's like being a black man in America. Why? Because I'm not. Right. Like, you know know what I mean? It's just not who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I appreciated that that was like step one of her answer. Um, I thought his question was like a little weird um, just because like it didn't, I'm not sure like what the disconnect with his ex was. Like, I don't think it's bad that she was like nervous about it because I think it's something that you're nervous about even as like, you know, if you have black kids, you're nervous about them growing up. Like it's a real life thing to feel. Um, so I didn't really, I mean, obviously there's more to the story that we don't know. We're not going to hear about, you know, everything with his ex, but, um, I think the conversation was good. She handled it well. I like that they they seem to talk about like more real stuff. Totally. I just also wonder if they're actually sh- like showing more of it. Like I wonder if like 
she does have maybe some interesting conversations that we just don't get to see. Because it seems like she's been Instagramming like behind the scenes stuff um, as the show airs of different things she's talked about. Like that's how we found out about Hunter's sobriety initially. Oh, yeah. And I, I feel like they're just not showing a lot of the good stuff. That's what I kind of like don't get about the show at this juncture is the decisions they make and like the storylines they choose to pursue. I, I just think it's weird. Like one, I think like people who like really love reality TV, maybe this is different because The Bachelor's kind of in its own world. But like people who love reality TV, like love like the quirky weirdos, right? Like that's like why Jersey Shore was fun. It's like why Housewives is fun. So it's like give us more of like these quirky weirdos who want to be on television and like think this is a viable way to find love. Like that's a really weird type of person. So can we know more, please? Yeah, I also think that like people are more like people fall off the show, right? Like it starts off with a certain viewership and it seems to like taper as the weeks go on. Like how you keep people engaged is getting them to be like fully into the characters of the show. I don't know how you do that unless we really know more about each person. Totally. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why Andrew S has been like a star so far is because we actually, I feel like I know like a decent amount about him. Know about his mom, know about his football, know about his childhood. Yeah. His childhood. Now also like know how he's approaching relationships. Like it's just totally, it's, it's like, it's great. I wish more guys got that kind of, edit i feel like they are able to do that more on the bachelorette for whatever reason like just think about compared to matt season we didn't get that with any of the women it's really weird they play up the cattiness with women so much more yeah i'm sure there's more drama with women i'm sure there is but the producers choose to focus on whatever ounce of drama they get from the women yeah um and like with the men i'm sure there's less um and so they're like forced to give us this content but um i I don't think this is the most exciting season in the world in the world, but I'm enjoying it night and day more than Matt season. Yeah, this week was good. I just like this week. I was like, this is sort of what I'm coming for, like both some seriousness and some frivolity and and, you know, men and and unitards. Great stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I also think, you know, this is a good uh, like where we're at in the show is almost to the point where you kind of know who everyone is. Yeah, totally. And So it's kind of where it like really gets good. The only person who I was like, who the fuck is that? Was Andrew M. I was just like, who is this guy? He's so random. I just like have no idea. I'm literally looking him up right now. He went oh. home this week. So there's like no point. But like, I was just like, who is this guy? Have we heard him speak before? Also, speaking of like the format of the show, I really wish they would put heights. Next Me to too. Also, keep their names up for longer. Like, yeah. give us heights where they're from what they like, what they do and like, just like in their name, just like basically the whole time. I do remember Andrew M. No, I just looked him up. But he's just I, a guy. I, yeah. He's yeah. fine. I don't remember him like talking, but I do like remember seeing his face a few times. Yeah. Um, he's fine. But yeah, I feel like heights, not that it, you know, I don't know how much it matters, but I do feel like personalities tend to be determined a little bit by height. I think there's mm-hmm. sure there's certainly some correlations. I, I agree with that. <laughs> so yeah. when, people, when people are doing stuff, like I find myself being like, is he short? <laughs> you know what I mean? also, also, I think you could want to know, like, if there's like, you know, short guy energy on a tall guy, like, I mean, like maybe your energy should just match your height, like not one way or the other, but like, it's good to know, like, also if a short guy has tall guy energy, you're like, oh, okay, interesting. I like it. Good. Or maybe you don't, I don't, I don't know, but just, you want, you want to be able to match the two energy to height. 
short guy energy on a tall guy kind of tells me one thing. Not good. <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice here. So. <laughs> um, just trying to leave it open for anyone. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that would be super helpful to have a better understanding of name, height, where they're from. Yeah. And job. I, I job. And also like real job. Like what have you also, I feel like with the pandemic, we could, there could have been a good opportunity. Like where did you spend most of the pandemic? Or like, are you, do you mask? I don't know. Just some things like do that. Do you mask would be a great one. Also, um, with the pandemic, like, I think it'd be totally fine to say unemployed. Why is there yes. never any unemployed people? Also, even without the pan- pandemic, fine I to mean, be unemployed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if fine is the right word, but it happens. <laughs> sure. And also, <laughs> just like, give us the full picture is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like, I know plenty of people that had jobs for years before the pandemic and lost their jobs. Shit sure. happens. It happens pandemic or not. So like, I need to know the story. If you're unemployed, let me know. Yeah, totally. Let's, let's just talk it out. I, this is just a call for more information and more transparency. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's more relatable too. If you had like one or two guys that were unemployed and they talked about it, it'd be like, Oh wait, this is like, you know, real life. Especially this because is- most of these people, if not all of them have like are basically like give up their job. So it's like you, you are okay with being unemployed after this. So yeah, I was talking to my, my brother actually was roommates with a former contestant. Really? Yeah. And he was like, this is his life now. Like he made good money off the bachelor yeah. and he can, he can live nicely off of this, but like he did have a job and was like, Oh, I don't need this anymore. This is how I'm going to make a living now. I mean, that's great. If you can quit your job and just like be an influencer, shout out to that person. That's great. That's why they come on the show. That's the whole wrong reasons thing. I don't know. I, I, I'm always like, if you have a really good job, maybe don't leave it. Like I, when Dr. Joe was on the podcast, I was pleading with him to not go to paradise. So I was like, you've got a great life. Like just keep it going as a doctor in New York city. You're going to crush it. But that's just maybe my own biases. Um, no. Cause I mean, then like, what do you retire on? I don't know. I mean, at some point you have to go back into the like traditional workforce. So I just want everyone to keep their options open. That's what I'm saying. Also, there's a difference between being like, you know, one of the guys and then being like someone who is highly featured, made it to final four. Now you're a bachelor. Like that it's a different money game. Sure. You know what oh, I mean? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of these guys are their follower counts are really low. And Matt's women's follower counts are are surprisingly low, low to me as well. I wonder if viewership's down. I don't know. It is a little bit, but it's still doing pretty well. I think just like viewership is down. I think COVID messed with ratings across like every type of television show. But yeah, this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. 
Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Anyway, um, let's talk about Michael A., another star of the week. I mean, I mean, no, he's the he's star, star of, the of the show. Yeah. <laughs> if he's on The Bachelor, I'm going to be pissed. Uh, I think it should be him or Andrew S. Yeah. I mean, also remember, there's a whole other season coming with Michelle. I know. I really don't like that decision. Me neither. I feel like she's going to get short shrift, although maybe she'll get more because it's like more recent. But yeah, it, it's bizarre. I also heard they're going back to Palm Springs for that. Although then like starting in Palm Springs and then traveling around like Palm Springs in the summer is the hard, hardest pass possible for me. So I also feel bad about that. Yeah. That's like basically living in a hot tub. Oh my God. So hot. Just <laughs> thinking about it. You might get some cool shower scenes in that season. <laughs> we didn't get them last year. I'm just, just throwing it out there. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Um, uh, but, he is just a gem. Like, I don't he know. He really is. I, part of me though, when I watch him, I'm just like, you deserve so much better than this. Yeah. I, I don't exactly understand why he is on the show, except for like what we talked about before, like wanting an escape. How would you feel about him being the bachelor and being away from his son for like 10 weeks? It actually probably is more because of all the pre R you have to do around it. Listen, I like him so much. I want him to find love. If that's what he has to do to find love, then fine. I think his son will be fine ish, but I also feel like, you know, his son is probably doesn't fully understand the trauma he's been through, but like, right. you know, it's been like a pretty traumatic three years for that kid. And like, I don't want him to feel like he's like losing his dad or something and not really fully understanding why he's gone. Uh, which, you know, seemed the previews for next week kind of allude to that, um, that his son is not fully understanding it. I would not do well if my daughter told me like, Oh, maybe you don't want to see me or Mm. like, and not fully understanding it. Um, and not knowing my chances, like he can get to the final two and lose. And it's like, Oh, that would be (laughs) crushing to be away from your kid that long. And then not even win. I know it's like, what's the point? But I, I think moreover, if Michael doesn't have a girlfriend by the end of the season, after like everyone's like seen him on television, yeah, that's true. There's got to be something weird going on. Like, how do you not just want to date this guy? And like, I just feel like once people know about him, they'll be like, "Yeah, I want to date him." He's gonna be set up on so many dates, and like, is really his best chance to have like a a nice marriage through The Bachelor? I don't know. Yeah, probably probably not. Um, I I will say that it's probably very hard to like find time and balance when you're like a single dad. So I do think it's nice that the bachelor kind of forces him to like do this. Yeah. Um, and like, this is like just time for himself. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe we should set you guys up. (laughs) I don't know. He lives in Ohio. I'm not willing to move. Mm. (laughs) He seems great though. But Ohio- thanks for suggesting it. Maybe. Who knows? You know, Ohio manifested is, on this podcast. Ohio is rough. Um, he's just, I mean, I'm like not surprised, but it's just like so refreshing to every week like him. I know. He just seems like a, he just seems like a really good dude. And I think also the other guys obviously really like him, too. I mean, Greg giving him the hug was really funny. 
but in in general it just seems like he's well liked yeah all of them no not one person was just like ah here he goes with the story like all of them seemed like genuinely they genuinely felt what he was saying and yeah um i love the reactions from all the guys um which you know they had the opposite reaction kind of to like all of hunter's shenanigans so yes absolutely you can can tell that michael's just a hard person to dislike let's talk about hunter now that you brought him up i mean you you know hunter fan i just want to i just want to point that out (laughs) you were team hunter for a while i was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt (laughs) i'm trying to be a nicer person who's open-minded it's not working out well for me so far so um Listen, I think he's been through a lot of shit and part of me watching this season or the episode was like, is he just getting a really shitty edit? I think he's weird. I think that Hunter is weird. Like, I I feel like Hunter has like a ton of secret tattoos. Jared and I may have said that on Monday, but that's like the vibe that I I get from him. (laughs) I, I just think that he, um, I don't know, but the worst thing to me about Hunter is that he just seems like, like being a dad's like a persona for him. It's not like actually part of his life. But like, well, I'm not even sure what he did. Like, you know, a few days out, I'm like, why? What was Hunter's drama? It's so hard to keep track and they don't really explain it. Well, I think it's weird that he had the breakdown in group therapy and was basically like, I haven't been a good dad. Yeah. And then this episode, he was like, I've not introduced very many people to my kids. And I'm like, well, you, you, you weren't around your kids. So like, yeah, how, so are you introduce- have the opportunity to do it. <laughs> yeah, like, how are you introducing people when you literally told us you haven't been there yeah I also just like that it doesn't seem like Michael is playing up like it doesn't seem like he's telling his story to get a rose you know yeah. what I mean like no he he's definitely not it's just even, who he is yeah and then after he's told his story he's not like I expect a rose and like Hunter shows a picture of his kids and he's like I'm definitely getting a rose after that and I'm like that's not really what this is about here and it's just, it seems like very manipulative. Michael's just not playing a game. Like the other guys seem like they're just like strategizing. And Michael's just like, this is the first time I've been out of my house in years. So I'm just here yeah. to have fun. <laughs> just trying to see if I can find love. I'm hoping, hoping to find what I had, something like what I had, because what I had was beautiful. And it's just yeah. awesome to watch him. Um, Hunter also, I don't know if he has a lot of pent up aggression. But his level of aggression in the slam ball, is that what it was called? Slam ball. Got everyone just going way too hard. I read that Wells invented that game, like invented in air quotes. Like he was the one who like came up with what it should be, which um, we talked about this on Monday, but like one of the most ridiculous parts was like how excited those guys were to be dunking when it was like such a low rim. It's just like, you're (laughs) you're not on a basketball court, guys. We can see what's happening here. no, also, I would never think that Wells would come up with that game. I will say it's one of my favorite dates so far this season. Yes. To get the guys like active, competitive, running around. Uh, I did not. <laughs> Sounds need- like you're talking about your daughter. Like, needing, to, <laughs> needing to tire them out. <laughs> need them to like get out in the playground and like do something. No, but I, I did not need to hear, see them like fully hit stick each other with like barely any pads on that was a lot i know know. Um, someone someone tweeted at us that they should have been wearing helmets which is a good point there was like a lot of contact there a lot also poor michael as much as i love him i don't need to see him on a football field no that's not that's not where he belongs and that's totally fine (laughs) not everyone does and 
we're not looking for that for Michael. Like Aaron, yes, makes sense. I I, I get it. Even Hunter, I'm like, yes, this is the right Justin. place for you. Yes. Right but place for you. Many of these guys just like, this doesn't seem like something you'd be doing regularly. And that's totally fine. Michael, Greg, I was like, ah, please don't hurt him. I know. Um, be safe, guys. Safety first. <laughs> I, and I love how like people were getting like hit left and right. And like the moment Michael got hit, Katie was like, we're done. Let's yeah. wrap this up. This has gone too far. I was fine with you guys hitting each other, but you guys know not to hit him. It seems like she's very also respectful of him being a father and like wants to like help protect him for his his son's sake, which I think is sweet. I do like that about her. I'm I'm mixed on her. I just can't tell how I feel about her. And because then like at one point she was giving the toast at the end, like before during the rose ceremony. And I was just felt like she was like giving a toast to her like bat mitzvah. It was like so formal and weird. And I was just like, what's going on here? Um, and I just thought it was strange. I don't think she's like meant for TV. Yeah. They went for, they tried to go for like average girl, girl next door with this bachelorette. And there's probably a reason why they don't do that usually. Yeah. I mean, average girl is not signing up to do this. Um, And isn't really suited for it. You do have to be like a performer and like a show woman of some kind. Yeah. And I think. I, well, I was going to say, I think she's smarter than average, but she can't name two countries in Africa. So maybe I'm wrong about that. But I, I, I feel like, I don't think, like, I feel like she's generally a, a more than decent person. Yes, I agree. I think she also seems like she's got pretty good values in general. Yeah. So I don't think that that's probably what we usually see. It's probably like good character, bad personality. Whereas we're very used to like good personality, bad character. Yeah. On reality television shows in general, not just on The Bachelor, but on reality television in general. So I think it's just like an an odd watch. Yeah, it it it's just like there's something about it that feels off. But that's kind of what she's good with Blake, because he also kind of feels off. So you're like, yeah, this makes sense. Checks out. (sighs) I don't know if I can co-sign that he feels off, (laughs) but I like weirdos. I say it with love. I like a weirdo. um, Yeah, I think I think weirdos are good. Yeah, I I think I'm a little. I think. I'm definitely uh, weird. It's yeah, fine. I think, yeah, I was gonna say, I think I'm a little weird. I think y- you want to be around people that are a little weird. Otherwise, it's boring. Yeah, and they think for themselves and, and all that. I don't know. But then you can go too far, like Cat Guy Connor with his open shirt. I mean, that was just appalling. I, I had just so many people DM me about his shirt being unbuttoned. It was and weird. I did not notice it <laughs> at all during the episode. Um, <laughs> and then when people commented on it, I like went back. And I was like, why is, why are so many buttons unbuttoned? It, it was like he had spilled on himself and he had to open his shirt up, but that was just how he had styled himself. I, I've got problems with him. Apparently him, I didn't catch this, but also people mentioned that him and Greg were cuddling. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Connor cat guy could potentially be a good hang, but like, it's just, this is not the right zone for him either. But the shirt being open, I was just like, dude, this isn't Nashville. This isn't the sunset strip. And even if it was, still wouldn't be appropriate. I It was so appalling. Yeah, I also, like, personally, a good hang to me. Like, Connor's not in the picture of that. <laughs> um, I'm not, like, the type of person that, like, you know, sits on beanbags and watches someone play the ukulele. You but <laughs> that seems like where he would really fit in. Uh, I feel like Justin seems like a good hang. Andrew S. seems like a good hang. 
chose to ask who you thought the best hangs were. Andrew S definitely comes to mind for me. Justin seems like he's got a lot to offer. We're just not getting it. But um, Jared told me on Monday that he's also like a legitimately good artist. So I'd like to know more about that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I got I got to look into it. Um, I think those two seem like legitimately good hangs. And then everyone else, I'm not sure. I mean, Michael A seems like lovable and like like husband material. But is he a good hang? Probably not. He's uh, seems fine. He's in like an average right. hang. Not for me right now, but I, I I think I wouldn't mind like getting our kids together for a play date. He's a play date hang. You know? <laughs> I feel like your mission in life is to set up Michael A. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's what you're what you're working towards here. You're just like, let's get some time together. I'll give you a, to know your personality, and you should be a matchmaker. For him. I, Bachelor I rejects. Love being a matchmaker. I've I have been successful with one of my friend, two of my friends who I met separately. And like the moment I met the guy first and the moment I met the girl, like within a week of knowing her, I was like, uh, she had just got come out of a seven year relationship. And I was like, I know you're not ready for it now, but whenever you're ready to date, like I know the guy that you're supposed to be with and they've been <laughs> together. For like, and yeah. And like eight months later, she texted me randomly and was like, Hey, I'm ready to date again. I remember you saying you had a guy for me, set them up. They've been dating now for like, five years. They're going to get married probably soon. Wow. Great job. So you got a, you got a high hit rate. So um, we got to get you and Michael A on a zoom call so you can start uh, helping him. Yeah. I would say my average is probably extremely low because I set up a lot of my friends and failed relationships, but, um, because that one worked, I feel like I could yeah. probably be Patty. What's her name? Patty. Patty Sanger. Patty Singer. That's yeah, me. She's I a think. legend. <laughs> I feel like they should bring back Batmage that show. I don't I don't know I why it went away. Loved that show. Yeah, it was popular. I don't know why it went away. I don't get it, but whatever. Um, but yes, I would do that for Michael A. He seems like yeah. a good play date hang. Um that's a, I think Andrew S and Justin are really the only maybe Aaron, if there's no competition for a girl in front of him. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. If he doesn't feel threatened, if he just feels like totally secure in whatever he's doing, he's like, Yeah, I got this. <laughs> Yeah, I guess maybe. On, on the topic of Aaron, did you notice that his hand was bandaged up at one point? I was just like, did he break it during slam ball? Like, I, I don't know what happened, but at the final row ceremony, it was in a bandage. I didn't notice, but based on like the DMS I was getting this week, I was like, I might be on my phone too much while I'm watching. <laughs> I take, I, I take notes while so I'm watching. I, I take notes. I, I am on my phone generally all the time. My screen time is ridiculous. Yeah. TSA, um, time spent on phone. Yeah. You're a fast responder on text. So am I. <laughs> yeah. Um, also you are extremely fast past one forty-five AM. And you're like <laughs> one of the only people I'm like, I could probably text It's only three 20. She'll respond. I'm up uh, all the time. My dead, my dead hours are basically like 1130 to one thirty. Everything else is, is in play. That's just, <laughs> just like yeah. probably awake. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just on my phone too much in general, but the little details that people were noticing and sending to me, I was just like, how did I not catch that? Like someone, what else? Someone DM me and said that they edited the kisses mm. so that every kiss was super loud, but the kisses between Blake weren't. And so they think that producers are trying to get us to like Blake more. Well, Blake is like coming in from behind the eight ball because either you already know him. So like you've already formed your opinion, right? So you either like him or you don't, unless you're like me and you change your mind. Most people probably aren't changing their mind. And and the guys are going to be anti-Blake. So like if they do want us to buy into Blake, like the show has to put a lot of work in to make that happen, basically. Yeah. So someone noticed that. I didn't notice that. I think in all the Bachelor, Bachelorette series, like the kissing kind of freaks me out. 
Yes, the, sound, big, the sounds are gross. I'm not a big makeout person in general, like in oh. my life. Mm, I don't okay. think that like, you know, two tongues touching to me, <laughs> like I'm like, that's not, it doesn't feel good to have a, your tongue touch someone else's tongue, right? Sure. Sure. I mean, it's also gets repetitive for long, like long, like on The Bachelor, I think because it, they're limited, they make out for really long periods of time, but that just kind of gets repetitive. Uh, I think like two second makeout session is good for me. Also, <laughs> I'm 100, my germaphobeness, zero chance my tongue is touching your tongue after your tongue also touched eight other tongues. Zero chance. I, I just think realistically, I, I can't imagine like the competition. You have to be so competitive to go on this show because you have to be like, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Even people who like seem chill, you have to like be willing to play the game to like get far at all. I think I'm very competitive, but I'm not touching your tongue after that. Right. Also well, like half the time they walk in on the makeout. So you're like walking in being like, <laughs> Hey, sorry, can I steal her for a second? And then you're like, now it's my turn. Like, no. At all times, there's cameras and producers staring at you. So, like, if you have any performance anxiety, it is not getting better by going on the show, unless it's like exposure therapy and you're like, okay, I'm just going to push myself to make it happen. Yeah, I'm probably not a great kisser because I don't like it very much. So, like, I'd end up like just like scrubbing someone's <laughs> teeth with my tongue with people watching me. It's just not, it wouldn't be good for me. Um, <laughs> someone else said Katie had really good abs. Yes. Okay. This came up, someone that I was talking to. And I was like, I think it might be the angle. I also thought it might have been the way she was styled. And I'm not, Mm -mm. no shots at Katie. She got skinny for this. I see that she did a big bachelorette diet between Matt's season and this. I get to see. But I do think on the slam ball date, she was wearing the sports bra and leggings such that it really emphasized the kind of like natural muscles of the abs and made it look like she has a six pack. So I, and I think, and also I think she's short, the camera's probably above her. So I think it was like really good angles, but again, no shots. She looks great. She's very skinny, but I'm just saying like, I don't think she has those sculpted abs, but I, I actually have discussed this with someone else. So yeah, it came up. I didn't notice the abs, but in general, her style's improving as the weeks go on. Style is improving. She definitely has lost weight. Uh, I realized that I most of my friends, like girlfriends, mm-hmm. were athletes. So mm-hmm. I think that like I didn't notice the abs because I a lot it's of like my friends have you. them. Yeah, sure. not for me, but to see them on other people. Yes, sure. Um, <laughs> uh, but that was someone someone else noticed, and, and it all these things just made me realize like I, I'm gonna try to pay, put my phone down, pay attention more. It's fine. You know, just do your best. But I will say like, once you start like watching to knowing you're going to talk about it, you do start watching in a slightly different way. You're sort of like, it kind of like, you know, I notice a lot of like production stuff because you just start tracking it in a way that you never would have before. And you're like, oh, does this make sense? Does that make sense? And that's kind of like the cottage industry of like recapping The Bachelor though at this point. It's like people like trying to like look for production mess ups and like errors. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like this week because it was just sort of, straightforward of like, okay, this is, you know, this is a, it's a classic bachelor episode. I, I was happy about it. Um, also a lot of people liked, like, like Greg. Um, I'm, I'm so suspicious of Greg. I can't get there. Um, I thought he did so good on his one-on-one. And then like, since then I'm like, I don't really get you. I, I, there's nothing there. And there's no there there for me. He's the kind of guy that if your friend was dating him, you would be like, how do you break it? To, like, there's nothing wrong with him. But it's like, how do you break it to your friend? Like, this is just not it. Like, this is like, 
like you all your friends to your friend well, I feel like you, for, I feel if like you think you're gonna get gonna married do. you can't but otherwise <laughs> other say I feel like my, your, your friends are gonna do what they want to do so you're kind of just like all right if there's nothing wrong I'm just gonna be along for this ride but that no one's gonna want to hang out with Katie and Greg they're not gonna have a lot of couple friends because he's gonna be so boring that like the, and the couples, the guys are like, oh, I'm going to be stuck talking to Greg. What are we going to talk about? And just store up talking points. Like, it's just so boring. And <laughs> she'll lose friends. Um, have you ever gone somewhere and written in your notes, like things I can talk about? Um, I definitely prepare. <laughs> I prepare talking points when I feel like it's going to be awkward. Like beforehand. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can bring up this. I can bring yeah, up this. Of course. Um, it's a survival strategy sometimes in social situations. So yeah, I feel like people probably have to do that with Greg. But also part of me is like, is this really who he is? I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's like just trying to win. I really do. I feel like Greg, I don't think it's like a wrong reasons thing, but I just feel like Greg is into her and like wants it to work out. But this happens dating. You're just like, I want this to work out just because like for the pride, right? And I feel like that's where we're at with Greg. Yeah, for sure. For and you just sure. don't want to like throw in the towel once you've like put in a lot of energy. Maybe he's getting vibes that she likes him being like the, like, like how she's like, I noticed you weren't really yourself. And he's like, oh, okay. That makes her notice me. I do think she wants an awkward kid in this corner all the time. I think she wants an emotive guy to like take care of kind of that's, and I do, I think, I think Blake gives, gives her that in space. Yeah. I don't think Andrew S does. No, I think he's like, he's also really fun. They just seem like really good buddies. Like her and Andrew S who, who have good, like makeout chemistry, but I don't see it long-term. Um, so who is your like top two? Cause we're like almost halfway. Are we for halfway? Katie? Uh, this was week four. I'm curious to see what happens. Cause I know production was cut short. I think it was week four. Might have been week five. Um, so I'm curious to see what happens. Cause I know production was cut short, but who do I think is going to win or who's my favorite? Both. I'm still going with Greg. I just feel like he's got it in the bag. For who he thinks is going to win. Yeah, for who he thinks is going to win. He's not my favorite. Favorite is... Michael A. Duh. Yeah. No question. Um, <sighs> did you see anything in the extremely long trailer for the rest of the season that you're like, oh, this looks interesting. Tell me more. Mm, I think Michael leaves on his own. Because mm. of his kid. Self-exit, yeah. That would be the classy thing for him to do. And... I can totally get why that would fuck with Katie. Do I think that she was going to pick him? First of all, I don't even know if he's leaving, but like if he does leave, do I think she was going to pick him anyways? No, but I think it would be really hard to be like, he's definitely in my top three. So like, how do I know if I wouldn't have picked him? And now what if I'm picking someone just because they're the ones that are, that are left and not because it's who I want to pick. Yeah. Yeah. It would, if someone self-eliminates, you're just like, why? Like, I understand he has, even with like, with Michael A, you're like, I understand he's a son, but like, if he really cared, like, or if I was better, like, why wouldn't he just stay? I feel like you could, like, it opens the door to a lot of self-doubt. Yeah, I felt that way kind of with uh, Serena on Matt's mm. season. It seemed like Matt really liked her. She was one of the few people that I was like, I think they actually have chemistry. I think it was probably between Serena and Rachel to win. And so when she self-exited, he like just fully jumped on yeah the Rachel train also Matt seems like the kind of guy who would who would respond to someone who's like "Eh, I'm good he'd just be like oh no 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 and then that would like throw him for a loop so yeah so I I I think that happens um and that seems to like shake up the whole house who uh when Tasha was like why are you here someone came and knocked on her door I have no idea who that is 
I think it's Blake because like he has like the relationship with Tasha where he's like, you know, he knew her previously from her season. So I bet that's Blake. Hmm. That's my guess. No one else would really make sense because no one else really like knows Tasha. But they put it like right after they showed someone knocking on Katie's door and she's like, you were the last person I thought was going to be here. And I was like, who's that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't, I can't really tell like what exactly she wants. Like, I think she wants to be loved and I think she wants like a good connection, but so far I don't really know what Katie's type is. Cause she's yeah. kind of all over the map with these guys, which is cool. Like, you know, maybe she doesn't have a type, well, but I can't like tell the, the three people we think she likes the most. Andrew S Greg, um, Michael, and maybe, maybe throw Connor in there. I'm not sure. Connor's not for me, but like, let's throw Connor in there. Mm-hmm. Like, couldn't be, they're literally like the four corners of a square. Totally. They're all so different. Yeah. So I think maybe she doesn't, she totally doesn't know yet. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, I also, you know, interested to see like, does she want to actually be engaged to get married or is this for fun? Right. 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 Well, we'll, we'll see. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. I feel like it's heating up. Yeah. Uh, this episode kind of like brought me back in. I feel like the episode before I was kind of like, <sighs> Where is this going? Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I I feel the same way. It was pretty good. But I'm mostly just happy for you, Callie. People like Blake. Two, two <laughs> shows you really like are coming back. It's all it's all coming together. It's great. It, it's coming together too quickly because I'm also like waist deep on a scripted television show. So I'm trying to balance Which it one? all. Uh, startup on Netflix. Oh, should I watch that? So good. And I'm a big, I don't know if you guys watched the OC back in the day. Of course. Um, what's the guy's name? Adam Brody. Adam Brody. He's in it. And I just mm, think Seth I Cohen. love his. Yes. I think I love his character. Okay. I like Seth Cohen a lot too. I mean, I love, I loved the OC. I was completely obsessed with it. Like, and I had never been to California when I was watching it. Oh, so I was like, gosh. wow, amazing. <laughs> I have rewatched the OC like three times, probably in my lifetime. I used to make all my brothers watched it with me when we were younger. It was like the one show that I could get them to buy in on uh, being the only girl. And (laughs) I, I, yeah, I just like Adam's like quirkiness. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's the best. I mean, I quirkiness, quirkiness, by the way, bye Courtney, Courtney. Oh, apparently, (laughs) apparently he, something happened with Courtney, which we didn't get to see because Katie's like, I'm so proud of you or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Uh, I also, this episode was like, you know what? It's not a bad guy. I kind of like, I kind of like Courtney. I wish him the best. I hope he finds love soon. He seems very rational and he can't help that his name's spelled with a Q. And they weirdly gave him like random interview time for someone who like never had time with, like we never saw him with Katie. Yeah. Um, But they they would give him interview time. So I'm like, I feel like he's just like a really good guy in production. Probably yeah, like liked probably him because he was respectful. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, well, we'll see what happens. Um, Katie, thank you. Katie. Callie, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> I'll be back on Monday and we'll be back next Thursday. Thanks for listening. And thanks so much to Isaiah Blakely for producing this episode and have a great weekend. Adios.
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.